Yo, John Fitch here. I don't know if my graphic just played with that music. Do you guys see a graphic with that music? Um, I don't know if there was. I uh, I skipped the show last week. I didn't have a show last week. Yes, didn't notice. I missed it. I didn't miss it. But I did two. I did two the previous week, so I kind of made up for it. But I was in Indiana. <clears throat> I was in Indiana, and it was uh, it was a great great trip. It's good. It's good to be back. It it uh, it amazes me every time how much warmer the the lake water is than the water here in the ocean in California, Pacific. I can't get in the water here; it's too cold, frigid. All right, guys. But uh, we have a very important show today. Maybe one of the most important shows ever. Talk about the importance of knowing how to fight. Right? Learning how to fight, knowing how to fight. I don't mean you have to be the best fighter in the world or being uh, picking fights or whatever all the time, but you need to know how to fight. Uh, it's a serious conversation. That's why I'm wearing a collared shirt. Okay? Very serious. I'm wearing my headband because uh, stars and stripes go with everything. Um, okay. Play something. You guys want to hear some Johnny Cash? I want to play some Johnny Cash. Oh, I screwed it up. Early one morning, making the rounds. Took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down. Went right home and I went to bed. Stuck that loving 44 beneath my head. Eric next morning and I grabbed that gun. Took a shot of cocaine and away I run. Run real good, but I run too slow. They overtook my ass in Juarez, Mexico. Out in the hot joints, taking the pills. Walk a sheriff from Jericho Hill. Said Willie Lee, your name is not Jack Brown. You're the dirty hack that shot that bad bitch down. Said yes, of this my name is Willie Lee. You got a warrant just to read it to me. Shot her down cause she made me sore. Thought it was her daddy, but she had five more. When I was arrested, I was dressed in black. Put me on a train and they took me back. Had no friends to forego my bail. Stuck my dried up carcass in the county jail. Early next morning, about half past nine. Seen the sheriff coming down the line. Up it coughed as it cleared his throat. My dirty hacking to the district court. To the courtroom, my trial began. I was handled by twelve honest men. Just before the jury started out, the little judge commenced to look about. And, uh, oh man, I gotta stop because I screwed up. All right, I was almost good. It's almost good. I haven't been playing because uh, I didn't play much on my trip. I should have played more. Played a little bit, but not as much. I should have. Ooh, sorry about your ears. 
So what's up, guys? Um, feel like we have been uh, in the middle of the uh, implicification of America in the last in life in my lifetime, at least. Um, you know, I grew up in the Midwest, so you know, being strong and uh, being able to take care of yourself. Those were those good things, even though it wasn't a, a normal thing to learn like martial arts or learning how to fight. You know, there was a lot of people who uh, maybe were tough or strong or worked hard. But, um, you know, I think wrestling at the time was probably the only thing close to martial art, unless you're doing karate or Taekwondo, at least in the Midwest. I know there are some places that have, uh, you know, driving Taekwondo places, but, you know, Taekwondo, I don't know how, I guess, you know, if you're going up against somebody who knows something, I've always said this, if you know something and you're fighting somebody who knows nothing, you're, you're, you're probably at a major advantage. And I think if somebody who has trained Taekwondo and sparred Taekwondo at least has decent range and distance, you know, so I'll cut them slack. But they're definitely like the, the karate dojos where nobody spars and you're breaking boards and doing stuff like that. You're doing weird disarms with people with the gun. Uh, there's the McDojo Life on Instagram. I think I've talked about them before. But, uh, you know, th those, ty those types, they're out there. You know, they're out there. So wrestling was probably one of the best um, ways to learn uh, self-defense, kind of learning how to fight. And, you know, that's why I think wrestling is so important when you're growing up, if you have the opportunity to do it, because it's a way of fighting. It is fighting. You have to fight for position. You have to fight to win. You know, you may not be punching or kneeing or kicking, um, but it's a fight. Uh you know, when you're wrestling, when you're grappling, when you're doing judo, when you're doing these things, these competitions, these one-on-one, -on -one, one person versus another person competitions, it's a fight. I'll even go, you know, fencing and stuff like that. It's still on some level of fighting. And it's important to know how to fight first and foremost because of the character it kind of builds in the sense of uh, awareness you, you develop because you're, you are fighting. You know, you're using technique to outthink somebody and do damage to them, to hurt them. You're trying to protect yourself at the same time. It, it, it raises you to another level of consciousness, right? It's very zen. It also is going to instill in you a level of confidence, knowing that you can, you can act under pressure. You know, you can do something under pressure. And most people are never pressured, realistically pressured, you know? A lot of easy jobs with your task laid out in front of you without too much pressure put on you. And you're getting into some kind of martial art where you're sparring, hard drilling, hard pace drilling. There's pressure. You're going to feel pressure. And when you learn how to deal with pressure, man, that's like super confidence building. When you walk into rooms, you're going to carry energy with you because you know how to fucking solve problems you know you know how to handle shit if something happens whatever it's pressure you had somebody choking the shit out of you 
and you found a way to get out of it. And I don't think, you know, oh, we, we, uh, we don't have your table ready or we don't have whatever, whatever slight first world inconvenience that usually upsets you happens isn't going to bother you because you've been punched in the face. I think it's very important uh, that you take your licks and, you know, the internal things that you develop from putting yourself in dangerous positions or taking risks, uh, failing, achieving on a, on a kind of micro level because you, you're in there training, you're doing it often. You're learning a lot. You're getting a constant feedback loop, constantly learning something new, something new about yourself, something new about a position. Um, you know, you may, you may think you'd mastered a position and then, and then just one person that doesn't work on it. And now you've got a whole other type of problem to deal with. And uh, you can't get stuck in your head about it. You got to process, you got to move. You got you to figure out something that works. And if you're not training in some kind of martial arts, some kind of fighting, like how are you ever really going to mimic that that type of pressure? How are you ever going to mimic that type of pressure? I mean, somebody's pulling down in your head, pushing you around, digging under hooks, trying to take you down. That's pressure, man. You're boxing and they, they, they put you into the ropes, hitting in the body, you're shelled up. That's pressure. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're just going to stand there and keep getting hit? You're going to make a mistake and get hit worse? Right? Am I wrong here at all? Am I wrong at all? You need to learn how to fight. Know how to fight. It doesn't mean you have to win every fight. But I'll tell you, you're much less likely to get injured or accosted by somebody if you already know how to fight. The energy you carry with you, you know, you've been in a scrap. You've, you've, you've done judo for 10 years. You've been thrown on your head and been okay. You get it. There's, there's you know, been there, done that. <laughs> you got moves. <laughs> you got confidence. If you are not um, constantly pushing your body in that way, pushing your mind in that way, I think you're getting really soft and you're starting to depend on other people to like take care of you. It's childish. You need to grow up. You need to grow up and train and learn martial arts and stop being a pussy. I think that's the absolute biggest thing that anybody uh, needs to do today. Everybody's talking about, oh, we got to do this, save the West. Oh, we got to, uh, we got to make women great again. We got to do all this crap. No, you got to stop being a pussy yourself and start training, get in shape, start doing some martial arts, start training, do something, hit a bag, do some wrestling, you know, maybe they need uh, volunteers at the local high school team to get beat up. I used to have, uh, all the old uh, alumni that used to come back when they're in college or later would come back to wrestle with me to help during the winter season, the winter two weeks there. It's funny. I had one day where uh, there's like seven or eight of them lined up against the wall and they're all, they all had to quit before they had to practice. 
Oh man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but well, getting back to you know the types of martial arts aren't as important as learning how to fight, learning to get in scraps. So pick something where you are you're sparring. You have to judge range. You know you you're getting hit or you know, you're getting taken down, you're getting thrown, you're getting submitted. Something is, is uh, simulated, real-life simulation. If you can find a combative-like instruction place that just does real-world type stuff, I mean, I would really look in to see if they're credible, but maybe that um, even would be cool. Uh, because I don't think things are going to get any safer anytime soon. Um, we're talking about, you know, crime rate rising in, in big cities. And then they're saying the stat, the data doesn't show that crime is rising because now the police aren't showing up to certain crimes. So they're not showing up to certain crimes. Nobody's calling and reporting the crimes. So because there's nobody reporting the crimes, they're saying, oh, well, crime is not going up. <laughs> it's very confusing. You need to be safe. You need to be able to protect yourself and uh, you know you don't need to uh win win these fights or beat somebody up winning winning like a self-defense fight is you survived and one of the best things you can do first for self-defense is don't look like a target don't look like weak prey if you've been in some scraps if you've done jujitsu if you carry yourself like you've You've, you've been hit in the face and you've moved around with people and you know what it's like to be on the ground and fighting, then then uh, you're going to walk around with more confidence than if you've never had to do anything. Um, I'm pretty sure that like training and fighting and doing that stuff probably boosts your test levels. I, I, I'm not a doctor, but if anybody's got some uh, studies, I'm willing to bet that... Uh, that type of activity it's going to make you a little more aggro a little more hair in your knuckles um i should go through some of these you guys want me to get through your uh, super chats faster or your, your questions or whatever faster you can throw in a super chat um 8th of july i don't have to do day classes i i schedule um Schedule privates and small groups and whatever. Email Leah, Leah at johnfitch.net. Okay. Uh, I don't know about this, Randy Johnson. NCAA uh, one gym for lunch. I mean, takedowns, he's good in the, in the fence, good in the cage. He's good, really good wrestler, but um, I don't know. I don't know what is what is writing. I mean, he probably held held top to ride, but like I don't know. Uh, if you're not throwing punches and you're down just wrestling, I mean, I don't know, man. I've seen some crazy dudes wrestling, but if he was just wrestling too, like and only focused on wrestling, who knows how much better he would be if just if he was just wrestling. Uh. Yep. All right. So MMA press room has got some Taekwondo experience. All the things I learned in Taekwondo range distance is probably the one thing I took from it. Yep. There's, there's a lot of footwork. There's a lot of in and out 
And there's going to be an element of cardio that comes along with Taekwondo, I think, because you have to move a lot. You got to be able to move back and forth, get out of range. Otherwise, you're getting kicked a lot. You're, if you're a tubby and uh, doing Taekwondo, you're going to get kicked a lot. Uh, I mean, they don't really have anything else to do. They don't have football, you know. So it's like they grow up. That's what they're doing: wrestling, box, boxing, fighting, and then they only do freestyle. So I think uh, there's a lot of people who have complained over the years about how U.S. wrestlers are held back because uh, we have to switch back and forth from collegiate or folk style to freestyle. Pockets of greatness in the U.S. Yep. This is a great quote. Render Gracie, learn to fight so you don't have to. 100%. Most people are not going to fight you if they know that you're easy mark. Or, or if you're if you're if you're hard fight, they want an easy they want an easy fight, they want an easy mark, they want to they want to puss. That's something they can either just scare and not have to fight because they scared them off, or they want somebody who they can beat up easily, because um, it's a, usually an insecurity thing. Either they might be in the heat of the moment. Usually, if they're in the heat of the moment, you can talk a lot of people down. I, I suggest that over fighting, but. If you know how to fight, when you're talking somebody down or you're de-escalating a situation, you have more confidence doing it because you know if things go off, like you're going to be fine. You're not, you know, uh, stuttering and uh, your voice isn't cracking because you're like, oh shit, if I get de-escalate, he's going to kick my ass. No, you know how to fight, and you just need to know how to fight to. Get them to leave you alone. If you stretch it out long enough, somebody's going to come to help. They're going to get tired. If you know how to fight, you should know to keep in shape too. That's another part of it. I feel like it, when you when you learn how to fight, when you take up a martial art, you realize like that's just a part of your life now. You're gonna you're just going to continue to train that. You have to. You know you may have times when you go more or less, but like you just know, oh, I'm going to go back into the gym and I'm going to be hitting mitts or I'm going to be sparring or I'm going to be rolling my, my gi, something. Like, you know, you're going to be back. You get hooked. It's almost impossible not to, you know, I feel like a lot of these people are, you know, crazy with their yoga stuff. Martial arts is no different. If you just go in and, and really get into the growth and learning of the martial art, if you find the right one that really, really clicks with you, like, you're not going to stop doing it. So if you learn a martial art, if you know how to fight, chances are you're always going to keep yourself in a, a fairly good condition because you know when you train, you know when you're learning to fight, you know when you're doing these things. Like, if you're out of shape and you're fat and you're a turd, like, it's just hard. It's hard. So, like, to get better, you usually get in better shape. Uh, the training itself gets you in better shape and then you start getting better at it 
you realize, oh man, like I move way better. I feel way better. Things happen better. My technique's better when I'm, when I'm in better shape, when I feel better about myself. So, you know, to keep yourself there, if you start getting fat, I can, like, if I eat too much ice cream on a weekend, I lose a little bit of mobility. I can feel it, man. I know that if, uh, the apocalypse happened, the zombies started rushing. I would not be in a great situation at first if I needed to be agile. I'd have the fat on me to uh, to not eat for a little while. But like I think in the beginning, they might be the fast zombies. You might need agility. You might need that agility. So I know to keep myself in fighting shape. You know how you got to keep yourself in fighting shape. I think most people are so incapable of fighting <laughs> it, it's literally would be like you know wet rice paper in the wind throw a rock at it <clears throat> that's what it would be like if somebody really hit a person something like mike tyson or half of mike tyson hit somebody they would explode like if he hit a, a watermelon because their bodies are soft your average american person i really think that they would just they would just be no, no more watermelon. Um, people, it is vital that you learn how to fight. You need to know how to fight. Um, you guys are pretty lucky to know me <clears throat> because I can uh, help you learn how to fight. I can you can you can book me for seminar? That's one way. Or you can go online where you're at now. Online, and you can go to Gumroad, and uh, you can get in shape and do the resistance band course. Um, and I got some, uh, <coughs> seminars. Oh. Got some seminars that I've filmed and put together and little, uh, course packages. The hand fighting course is excellent. Uh, I think everybody could get a lot of use. <laughs> Excuse me, hold on a second. Oh, excuse me. I think everybody can get a lot of use out of the hand fighting stuff. Might do some more hand fighting stuff if you guys want to do that. But like most uh, instances, altercations, if you can force a clench, you, you learn uh, a few uh, positions, hand fighting in there, and dominate 99% of the population. Most guys have no idea what they're doing, uh, especially big dudes. Like, there's ways to manipulate wrist, hands, elbows on big dudes who've never wrestled and never hand fought before. Where like it doesn't matter how big they are, their their arm isn't strong in certain directions. 
Good old arm drag. Yep. Arm drag, wedgie. Push him into the bar. Exit. That's <laughs> that's that's the move. That's the move, guys. It's a free one. I should do should I do a Bots Rutten style bar fight? <laughs> uh thing. But yeah, man. So you guys can check those out. You can also email Leah at johnfitch.net. Right, that's the whole email. Do I have a thing? Do I have a thing? Yeah. That's the email. Don't mind me. It's up to marketing. That's another that's another option. Um Yeah, here. Uh, I used to live in Vegas. As you fellow in Vegas, I would. I live. I did. I liked it in Vegas. I came back, so I kind of got. I got scammed. I thought, uh, you know, happy wife, happy life. That's what I thought. She was already on the way out, though. She knew it was over. <clears throat> she just didn't want to file in uh, Vegas. I would have preferred staying there. I was in a good spot. Yeah, I seen that. I got to get back on the mats. I kind of hurt my rib a couple weeks ago. Yeah, on fish, growing your food. It's a little hard when you're. I'm stuck in San Jose, you know. So I got to be with the kids. I heard, uh, yeah, Angeles, Los Angeles is not getting good, and I think that uh, San Francisco is not great. Uh, I mean, I'm circumcised. My kids are circumcised. I don't think it's whatever. People get implants and calf implants and all kinds of shit. I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter, but I figured, like, my kids should look like me, so it's less confusing or something. I don't know. I like the way my legs. I don't mind. Uh, going throw, throwing straight punches goes a long way. Uh, yes, but also if you're not trained and conditioned how to, you know, you haven't trained and conditioned your hands to throw punches and land on a bone, um, you're probably going to break your hands. And if you don't knock the guy out in one or two punches, like you could be in a bad spot because you hit the guy and now your hands broke and he's just mad. Or he's got friends. <clears throat> like I, I think that um, you're better off headbutting and elbowing and kneeing, just me, and then getting to a clinch. Especially, you know, clinch him, knees, elbows, head, all in that clinch, the underhook type position, or get to something I like to call hip hop. Get on that hip. It gives me a lot of control because he can't, he can't turn in to face me and. Uh, and fight me face to face. He can only stay there and get beat up or taken down, or he can turn away, which gives me his back. It's just even better for me. Can soup him on his head. Uh, always keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open and keep them uh, on your opponent.
I mean, uh, he blames schools. How do you expand on that? I don't know how you blame schools. The kids need better parenting, so they're not getting in a fight in schools. In the first place, probably. <clears throat> yes, this is a yes, I do. Most painful strike in MMA. I got elbowed in the collarbone, not hurt. I got mother grabber. Um, I don't know. Most painful strike. That's a weird question. I guess like something in a nerve somewhere in your leg. I mean, because you know you don't really feel the knockout punch, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, the body punch that knocks you out is usually something that um, closes your liver or like, squeezes you and just makes everything shut down. <clears throat> that's painful, but it's the act of the body shutting down. That's the real pain rather than the kick landing. I don't know. Ask better questions. Yeah. Hip hook. I call it the hip hug, not hug, hip, uh, hip, hub, hub, H-U-B, hub, like a bus stop, right? You got your uh, bus stop, you know, you, you, once you're at your bus stop, you got all these different roads and different buses you can go on, you know, to get to your destination. But you've got to fight to get into that hub. I got a bunch of stuff that teaches you how to get into that hub. Because I don't like, I don't shoot to take people down. I shoot to get uh, clinches, body locks, and my hip hub position. And then from there, I can beat them up and then take them down easy. <clears throat> At least in the later, latter part of my career, that's what I was doing, instead of like brute strength doubles and stuff. Uh, either this, I would have tried to have been like a seal or a ranger. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, Sealer Ranger. Because I wanted to like push myself as hard as possible. I was actually uh, trying to get into um, West Point, but then I found out that it was all all male. And I was just like, mm, I think I want to try wrestle. <laughs> I'm going to wrestle at uh, Purdue instead. I think that'll be far. I did not watch the uh, grappling conflict. What was the grappling contact, uh, conflict involved with? I have not heard about it. No, no, early KO. How about no, uh, no, no legalized TRT? What, what about no legal, uh, legal uh, therapeutic exemptions? How would that have gone? <laughs> How would it gone if I wouldn't have tried to go vegan and then uh, 
got my shoulder operated on and then rushed back into fight again. There's a lot of factors around that shitty fight. But if I wouldn't have uh, followed the advice of my significant other and, and purchased a second home instead of just <clears throat> writing out where we were until later. There you go. Hip Hub. There it is. Hip Hub. Oh, man, is getting a BJJ black belt really that hard? Uh, now it's more of like a time commitment, I think, where actual, actual like measurable year commitment versus minutes on the mat. Uh, because back in the day, I got mine in four and a half years because how much mat time I had. You know, spent like six hours a day on the mat was way more than your average person doing jujitsu. Um, plus the, you know, more than what, 15, 17 years or whatever experience I had in wrestling already. So it was a quick, I was just learning new moves, new wrestling moves. Uh, but now so many people have black belts. Like it's very rare. It was very rare 18, 20 years ago to find a, a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. It was really rare. If you did find one, he was either straight up faking it, made up, <clears throat> which was kind of easy to tell, or he uh, was a student of a Gracie or Machada or, you know, like one of the OGs who came over here, like the first waves, I think, uh, at least in the 90s, early 2000s. Um, yeah, it's like one of the reasons I had to move to California was so I could get training. There was no black belts in Indiana, at least that I knew of at the time, BJJ black belts. There's not, not any gyms around. You know, we had to train with judo guys. So <clears throat> there are a lot more people doing jujitsu, so there's a lot more black belts. Uh, and you do have to put in the time. You have to be able to not just learn the techniques and be there, but you need to be able to teach. But I don't know how, I don't know, man. It seems like there's a lot of people with black belts. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. These days, these days, I don't know. <clears throat> but, you know, people do the work and it's representation of knowledge. It's kind of like a uh, your PhD. Okay, so, yeah, yes, but, you know, it's easy to say that from the sidelines. Maybe I just would have done, like, the Air Force and then done, like, uh, you know, like, stocking shelves or something, laundry. <laughs> yeah, it did. Really terrible. Uh, it's possible. I, I I also learned that the Berkman was on TRT also, legal TRT. I think there's a lot of guys, man. That's why I kind of was like, fuck it. I might as well do what everybody else is doing after I got cut. 
my reaction to Paul Daly booing in the middle of the fight, I was just laughing because he wasn't doing anything. He was he was holding on to my gloves, preventing me from fighting, and then asking the ref to stand us up. That's silly. I think that's why we I, we need knees to the head on the ground and headbutts. Return them because that doesn't happen. Then he holds on to my gloves and I headbutt the, the silliness out of him. I, I I'm able to position myself to knee him in the face. On the ground, like, then the fight's done. We don't have to deal with the, the ridiculous antics. I think it's very confusing that they call something that doesn't match the definition of a vaccine a vaccine. I think that bothers me. <clears throat> I think it's a very short period of time to come up with something that's never been used before, an MRM, whatever. I might get blocked or kicked off for this, but like, I don't know, man. It's Seems like there's there's the treatments for the sickness if you do get it, and I don't know. It's like the first thing I, I'll I'll wait until oh I'll wait a while I'll wait and see how things go for everybody else. I don't think there should be anything wrong with that. <clears throat> yeah, the original uh, BJJ frauds that was like a big thing, man. Like. There were a lot of internet sleuths finding guys who were lying about credentials. Because there's a lot of guys who, like, followed, you know, the BJJ stuff and the forums and, and new names. They'd print up fake documents and whatever shit. So it's kind of – so in that sense, it's kind of nice to what the IBJJF has done and clean that up. But at the same time, man, anytime you have, like, a centralized entity of power – they just kind of become like a dictator <laughs> and uh, you need options, man. You need options. Monopolies just kill off beautiful things. They just choke it to death. You need options. You need variety in order to make things flourish and be awesome. Mm, coffee. And then there's the uh, there's gym black belts and then there's competition black belts, <clears throat> you know. So that's different too. So like there's some guys that maybe they may not even be very good teachers, but they'll they'll, they'll be a world champ, tie up in the knots, worse than your chiropractor. Pandemic is over. It's over. It's over. No mask. We were in the mall last night. Went to a movie. No masks. It's California. Uh, Football games today, no mask. Went in the store, no mask. It's done. It's over. Laugh at people when they bring it up. I look at them like a crazy person and I just keep moving. What? The what? The co-what? Uh, get away. Go away. I got shit to do. That's how you treat it. That's how you treat it. Yes, knees to the head on the ground is what we are missing. Bring it to us. Give us what we deserve. I want to start my own fight league called Knees and Elbows. That's all you can do is knee and elbow anywhere. <laughs> but Pride didn't allow elbows, though. That was one of the, one of the things that uh, wasn't the best about Pride. They did not allow elbows. I think it would have been cool to 
almost. Uh, no, not at all. I haven't talked to I haven't talked to Cost in a while. Um, he's been doing uh, like combatives instructive stuff for um, like a uh, what's it called a government contracting thing. So he trains soldiers and people, and he does subcontracts for people to, to get the training and the close quarter, hand-to-hand -hand grappling stuff. <clears throat> yeah, that which cannot be named on YouTube. Yep, you say the you say the uh, the medicines that actually have worked on some people, and you get banned. Jason Vermis, he's uh, he's done a few shows where uh, he's got demonetized or suspended or got a strike. <laughs> this is a good point. Tyler Durden is a stupid name. Says that uh, you can sagger kick me, sir, but elbows, elbows are too dangerous. Yes, I was like, oh no, oh no, like you know, it's okay. Soccer kick, stomp head, okay. <laughs> Punch face, okay. Elbow, oh no, <laughs> it's such a weird. No, no elbow. And then uh, after Tom Erickson took that guy down, mounted him, and, and rape choked him, they banned that technique too. And then uh, Rogan said something about that and got in trouble, I think. You're not allowed to call that. It's supposed to be a autoerotic asphyxiation choke. Is that what it's supposed to be called? That's another reason why you need to know how to fight. So you're not sensitive about words. The uh, the more punches, I think there's a direct correlation. I'm going to have to look it up. There's a direct correlation between the number of times you've been punched in the face and the number of fucks you give when somebody says something. I think it's uh, quite a dramatic correlation. Yeah, uh, pretty awful for us. For them, like they're gaining more control, more power. They're gonna have us in the gulag soon. Yay! Yellow card. Yellow cards are something stupidly needed. Stupidly needed. Okay, if you're gonna say somebody's not pressing the action of the fight, it could be the guy on the bottom has his guard closed. He's holding on. He's not trying to fight or get up. He's not doing anything. Give that dude a yellow card. Let him get two yellow cards. When he gets the red card, he he loses money from his person and goes to his opponent. I think that's the best way possible to push action. Get the action out there. What uh what questions do you guys have on on training, on learning martial arts, on fighting, on what 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 you need to 
not be a pussy. How about that? That's really what I mean. The importance of knowing how to fight is the importance of not being a pussy. Doesn't mean you have to win every fight, okay? And as an example, we'll talk about some of the smaller wrestlers that I have competed with and been on teams with and stuff over the years. The guys that were like 98 pounds, 103, 112, 119, 125, these, these guys, these motherfuckers, you could stomp on them kind of like a little puppy because they're small, they're little, little guys. And people would think that they could do that because they're little guys, but they weren't paying attention to the years. They weren't paying attention to how much battle wear these guys have been in, how much they have fought, right? They have physically fought people their size or people bigger than them probably their entire lives, okay? And they're on a national team or they're on a, um, a college division one team or something now. And some ex-football player who was a shot shot in high school, you know, weighs 270, he's going to pick on a, on a 125-pounder, right? No. Is even if a 125-pounder loses, he's going to take that guy's eyeball. He's going to bite his ear off. He's going to bite his face. He's going to bite his pinky off. He's going to... He's going to mark that guy for life because they're fighters and they know how to fight. And they know that if they make that fight hard, they poke the guy in the eye, they bite us face. That guy's done. He's like, what the hell is happening? What is going on right now? Did I just get bit? Did he bite my finger? Did I get poked in the eye? Is my ear bleeding? Like, he's out. He's out. Okay. Part of knowing how to fight is like knowing how to put the pressure on the people that they can't handle, they can't take. And when you're small, you know that you've got to amp that pressure. You got to amp the crazy up. You got to amp the crazy up. You have to. You don't play fair when you're little. Life's not fair. You think it's fair that the guy's 150 pounds smaller than the guy picking on him? Life's not fair. So watch yourself. Watch the cauliflower. Watch that cauliflower. You might miss a finger. You might lose a finger. And, uh, well, I'm working on all those things. I'm working on those things. Opportunity to change things. <clears throat> you have the opportunity to change things every day. Right now, you have the opportunity to change things. What do you have in your life that you want to change? Go change it. Go make a plan. Make a plan. Start doing the work. MMA rules. What could I change? Uh, man, I liked the uh, pride 10-minute first round. I like that. I would like um, the yellow card. I would like headbutts, el uh, headbutts and... Soccer kicks, knees to the head on the ground added. Yep, those would be pretty big. I'd like to see uh, 
independent rankings and cross promotion and uh, somebody controlling the title other than the promoter. That would be great too. That would be the biggest one. Then we'd have more of a free market. I'd like to see the uh, contracts limited to two years, two years only. You're only allowed to sign somebody for two years and then they're allowed to look for a higher bidder. So you got to keep your guys happy. Those are good too. Those be good. Um, so yeah. Knees to the head of the ground. Headbutts. 10 minute first round, five minute next round. Championship fights should be two 10 minute rounds and then a five minute finale. Yep. And then it's just uh, you judge on who wins. Man, this is a tough one. How long do you have to train before you're significantly better than untrained guys? <sighs> Six months at least. Six months to a year, I would say. In jiu-jitsu, boxing, MMA, whatever. Like You're going to need to train a year before uh, you'll notice a big difference between you and the new guy who comes into the gym. Okay. It may be a year. You may get your ass kicked for a year. And that's one of the big reasons for knowing how to fight is because of that, that man, that's a, that's a birth, right? Or, you know, rite of passage. Getting your ass kicked for that six months, that year, before you start getting to kick some ass, that is the white belt's rite of passage in, uh, I mean, whatever martial art you're doing, pretty much all white belts to start with, right? So the white belt's journey is endurance, to endure. You are to endure. Learn and endure. And then after you have endured for maybe that year, then maybe then maybe you'll start to, like, get some takedowns. You'll start to get some arm bars. You'll start to get some jokes and some sweeps on, on the new guys. Uh, and then it depends on uh, if you had any experience in something else before, you know, if you had boxing experience and then you go to Muay Thai, you've got some, you've got some, you know, knowledge. If you go from judo to jiu-jitsu or wrestling or whatever, like, you know, if you're starting, uh, if you're starting from zero, starting from scratch, more than that, it's going to take you at least a year. Yep. One twenty five pound wrestlers nobody to tang with. <laughs> yeah, you like kung fu sound effects in real life, that's pretty that's pretty good. Uh What? I don't know what you're saying here. What is the best type of Excel co-ed can you do to improve fight cardio? 
are you saying uh, exercise for like uh, cardio, type of exercise for cardio? I'm, I'm guessing that's what you're saying. Sprints, high intensity training, high intensity stuff. High intensity uh, cardio. Look, dude, my 12 minute bike course. Okay, turn this, if you're, if you're trying to fight, actually fight, turn this into 30 minutes. There, dude. Turn that into thirty. Turn it through thirty-minute work. Aerodyne bike, kettlebell, sandbags. Gonna watch. Look at that. Twelve-minute bike cardio. You can turn that into thirty minutes. That's some good fight cardio. Uh, I should do and put the fight cardio one together too here, sooner or later. Um, but it's very, it's very similar. Uh, okay. okay, there you go. Now you know. Pull a bike course. High intensity cardio. I also, you know, I did elliptical machine sprints for a long time. They were very low impact cardio for you. It really blew the lungs out. I like those. I should put something together for that because you know it took a little while to get used to the rhythm of the cardio of the, of the elliptical machine. I don't like the ones with the arms. If I do get the ones with the arms, I, I just hold my I hold on to the, the rail thing, whatever, lean on that. But I prefer the one without the with the artho, uh, the moving arms, and I don't use those anyways. But like, that's great because it's low impact. You're not going to burn your legs up, but you can sprint fast and really burn and blow your lungs out. So I I like that. Uh, I like that in between doing some of the bike stuff. <clears throat> yes, GC says that uh, I was the last person to interview John Mack. I may be, I'm not 100% sure of that. I think I'm the last person to interview him before he got arrested. I think he was in like Spain or whatever before, you know, that's where he was when he, he did the interview. Um, but I don't know if anybody else talked to him. And that's pretty crazy that it's really crazy because I, uh, I was just going through, I changed to a new like app for Twitter. Like I used this at your phone, whatever crap for like the whole, like 10, more than a decade. And then somebody told me, Oh, it's a terrible app. You should use the actual Twitter. App. I was like, Oh, like, I didn't know. So I switched over and then you can like, see like all kinds of different stuff. Like, so like I checked who was following me or somebody who, uh, I'd say checked in the, like, you can check like if, if anybody who's blue checked, commented or said anything, whatever. And like, uh, I saw that he had been following me and I, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, John McAfee is following me. That's wild. I don't know when he started. And, um, I like, screw it. I asked him on the show. So yeah. Yeah. When I have my, my wife assistant set it up. It's pretty cool. And we, man, we, we talked for like 20 minutes before I realized I didn't hit record. Yeah. I didn't hit record. <laughs> so I had to stop him and then hit record. And then we got the rest. Like I said, high intensity cardio, something that confuses the body. 
But when I do my high intensity cardio, man, I, it's short breaks. Like some people, it'll be like 30 second sprint and then you take a minute off or a minute and a half off. And then 30, no, no, nope. uh, I'll go, I can go 30, 30, 30 second sprint, 30 second off, 30 second sprint, 30 second off. Uh, or what I like to do is go one minute sprint, go to another exercise sprint, another exercise sprint, do things like that. That's because you'll get like five to 10 seconds of a break in between going from one exercise to the next exercise. That's where I think you're really benefiting from that type of high, card, high intensity cardio for fighting because the fight is, it's going to be scramble here, pause for a second, scramble here. It's, it's more conducive to that. You get tons of benefits, tons of health benefits from, you know, the other way of doing things, you know, sprinting for 30 seconds and then walking for two minutes, sprinting for 30 seconds, walking for two minutes. That's, that's still really great for uh, your overall health and, uh body composition but it's not the same as fight cardio and i think that's really important that you're doing those type of sprints most people even people who train like man if you can't like put full physical activity full physical force into five minutes if you can't if you can't fight somebody for five minutes you're dead you're seriously like you're dead you're dead if somebody attacks you if you're not training something, if you're not doing some some grappling, you're not doing some jujitsu, you're not doing some Muay Thai, whatever, like you're dead. You're not gonna have the cardio to actually like push back with somebody for five minutes. I I'm not in that great of shape, and like I went hard for twelve minutes on the heavy bag, and I I was like I can't do it anymore. Hey, come on, and I've been training my whole life. You know, and I wasn't that, I'm not that bad out of shape. So, like, what is an average person doing? You really think you're not going to die if you're attacked? You need to fucking train. You need to get your ass whooped and you need to develop your cardio. And getting your ass whooped will, will scare you into getting your cardio going. You need, you need to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> you got to do it. Um, also, right. So I test, I was testing myself today. I went, we went to the pool today. Me and the boys went to the pool and I got in and was just treading water. I want to see how long I could tread water. It couldn't have been three minutes. It could have been three minutes. And like, it was fucking hard before I had to go and swim to like sink and then jump to the sink. Cause it was, I was tired, man. I had to take a rest for a while. And Seriously, how many people do you know can, you know, I guess if you're fatter, it's easier. I've got a lot of dense muscle and I sink to the bottom. But how many people can just tread water? Can you tread water for five minutes? How many people do you know can tread water for five minutes? Shark food. You're all shark food. Seriously. You think, you seriously think if somebody comes to take your bag, your purse, your wallet, your whatever, your booty, you, you, you can't even tread water for, for five minutes. You think you're going to fight and survive? Good luck. Nope. <laughs> like, good luck. Um, yeah, you're, you're going to have problems. You're going to have problems. What's up, Conk? Glad you could be here. Um, 
Yeah, be serious, guys. Seriously. You don't have to be the greatest fighter in the world, but you have to be tougher than you are now. You have to be tougher than you are now. I used to work with this girl who was like 110 pounds, and I offered to walk her after work back to her car. And she's like, oh, no, I'm fine. You know, I'm small, but if somebody ever came at me wrong, I, I'd go crazy. And I would, I was like, no, you wouldn't. You'd be dead. You'd be dead and raped. Bye. Good luck to you. Like, no, you're not going to turn into some, I'm going to turn into a superhero and do something now after never training ever and never, ever learning how to uh, fight and having zero cardio and zero like musculature in my body at all. Yeah, I'm totally, I'm just going to want to will it to be, I'm going to will it and then I'm going to be so strong. No, you're dead. You're a dead person. Nice, conk. Mindset changes once you learn combat skills and mad sense is priceless. 100%. Kinesthetic awareness of your body and its relationship to itself and other bodies around you and the space around you is a phenomenal thing to develop. And I don't think there's anything that, that does that better than, than combat type sports. Because if you're not paying attention, if you're not learning, you're getting hit from places you don't understand, getting crunched or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's, yeah, everything else is way easier if uh, you can handle stress. And getting choked, having the shit choked out of you is stressful. <laughs> Yeah, McAfee. McAfee's an interesting person, man. They whacked him. They whacked him. They whacked him because you can't make the government look bad. Can't make the government look bad. I there's all this talk about him and data dumps and whatever stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, I'm I'm just talking about the importance of why people need to learn in martial art. They need to know how to fight. It's not just about being a tough guy. It's not just about um, muscles and hot chicks because those things all come with it. It's about confidence, carrying yourself like you know how to carry yourself because you do. It's about uh, endurance and enduring hard physical things because when you start a martial art, you're going to get the shit kicked out of you for probably a year at least before you get to start beating up a little bit on the new guys. It's just how it works. Like you, if you're one of these lost boys who has never had a rite of passage, like get into a martial art. You'll have a rite of passage. That first year, if you can suck it up, make to that first year, there you go. You're, you're not a boy anymore. <laughs> you won't be a boy anymore. Be a man. But then you need to pursue further um i mean i'm not a big I, I don't know about the grappling dummies i eat grappling dummies for ground and pound get a friend get somebody to drill with find somebody all right guys yep Something I'm right about. 
learn to fight, get in shape, run the risk of suffering the consequences. hundred percent. Do the work, guys. You, you, like, there's a reason why men have these thick bones and muscles and shit. Like, we're we're designed to fight. Like, know how to fight. Like, don't deny your biology. Don't deny. Don't don't deny it. Like, live with it. You're a badass gorilla motherfucker. <laughs> Lean into it. It's okay. Okay. Get to work. Yeah, cardio is a lot of people's weakness. That's why you got to you got to get out there. You got to get after it. So asthma, like, yeah, Conk is asking me, uh, do you know any fighters with asthma? Is it too big of a handicap to actually compete in sports, fighting sports? I was diagnosed with asthma when I was a little kid. I used to have to get, you know, well, the shots were for allergies for aviator. But I had asthma. I had an inhaler. But I just, like, I didn't use it. I didn't believe him. I was like, okay, whatever. I, I, I still ran and played sports and played soccer and put football and wrestling. My mom says she's convinced she thinks – uh, because of how hard I had to work in wrestling, that that, that cured me of whatever. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe I still have maybe I have an asthma attack someday, but I never had an asthma attack that I can I can remember. And um, yeah, I was just diagnosed with it. We had the always had the inhaler just in case. And yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I'm sure there are degrees and levels of things. Oh, good to see you again. Oh, I didn't. I don't even know. I didn't hear anything about this Martin Luther. What do you think about DC? Terrible boaster call, and him not following up with an apology in the post fight. I don't know. I have nothing about that. I haven't. I I never turn the I never turn the volume on when I'm watching fights, so I didn't know that was happening. Yeah, is he is he coaching the guys he wants to win? He's probably betting on him too. That's that's only that's legal. Only it's fair. <clears throat> oh man, I wish I was a millionaire from it, but like I got talked out of spending money on Bitcoin by the ex a while ago. Gave me a lot of shit about it and then uh you know i stopped buying them and then even after a little while i, I started buying like 15 dollars every two weeks just to like sneak some keep buying some and yeah she she uh got mad about that too and stopped doing that guys do not lose your frame man that's like it's no way to fucking live i'm so better off um so i'm a little i'm a little salty that she took the bitcoin that she got so pissed about me buying Yeah, man, uh, that's got to be tough. I I think the the the, uh, the aerodyne bikes might be a good tool to like kind of push yourself to help try to break through some barriers, maybe, rather than just keep pushing and uh, trying to do it when you're grappling or junior jiu jitsu stuff. 
like really uh, isolate. It's kind of like you're isolating your lung muscles, training them, focusing on, uh, it's kind of like a meditative state, getting your breath in control and you're pushing hard and like, you don't want to think about how tired or hurt your body is because you just want to, you know, so you just focus on your breath, the in and the out of the breath. It's a very, it's a very Zen experience. Stasis. Oh. oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know anything about that, but like, whatever. It's all pro wrestling in these days anyways. He like coaches guys. He likes terrible. <laughs> oh man, it's all it's all. Uh, yeah, it's all pro wrestling. I just turned it all off and watched the fights like with no sound. I found a stream that was not in English the other day that worked fine. I've been hitting the bags, bare knuckle, toughing up my 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 knuckles, my hands, but like, I don't know. What are they paying? What are they paying? Go, uh, go to my website and read my, uh, lifting weights for martial arts and life blog post. Go to johnfish.net. Check it out. All right, guys, we've been over an hour. Good talking to you. I wanted to just kind of focus a little bit on why you guys need to know how to fight. If you're listening to me and you don't know how to fight yet, go learn how to fight. I've got stuff available for you to learn. I can come out. I can coach. I can uh, I can help. There's lots of people who can help. If you don't want to know from me, you don't want to learn from me, fine. Learn from somebody. Learn how to fight. Know how to fight. It's important. Someday you have children, they need to see you as strong and capable. They need to know that you can protect them, right? They need to. It's your job. It's your role. You really think that, you know, oh, I'm just going to be a pussy and a fat turd, skinny fat, and I'll just wait for the police to do everything for me. Because if somebody wants to hurt me and my family, that's the government's job. No, it's your job. Don't be a pussy. All right, guys. Check you guys later. There's only two things in this life that make it worth living. It's yukes tuned good and firm feeling women. I don't need my name in the marquee lights. I got my song and I got you with me. Tonight, maybe it's time we got back the basics of love. Let's go to Luke and Bach, Texas, Wayland and Willie and the boys. The successful life for living's at us feuding like that, feuds and McCoy's. Between Higgins pain songs, Newberry train songs, and blue eyes crying in the rain, out in Luke and Bach, Texas, ain't nobody feeling the whole thing. So, baby, 
Let's sell all your diamond rings, buy some boots and faded jeans and go away. It's cold and ties choking me in your high society, you cry all day. We've been so busy keeping up with the Joneses, four-car garage, and we're still building a home. Maybe it's time we got back. To the basics of love. Let's go to Luke and back Texas, Wayland and Willie and the boys. This successful life for a living has us feuding like that. Feels in my voice. Between Hank Williams' pain songs, Newberry train songs. Blue eyes crying in the rain Out in Luke and Black, Texas Ain't nobody feeling the pain No pain in Luke and Black, Texas, everybody. Hope you have a good night. Check you later.